It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm gonna get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Welcome to Thursday. This is game time. Your first word in sports. Tom Ward, Ryan, happy to have you with us as we kick off a brand new day. Talking sports live and local, just the way you like it. And it is your first word in sports as we welcome you into the program. Good morning, Ward Whites. How are you? Good. Ready to go? Yep. Fired up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got two hours. Expand on it. <laughs> Ryan, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Tom? Good, good. Ah, lots to get to today, guys. It's going to be fun. Um, on the program today, RJ Achoa, we'll, we'll talk some Cowboys and offseason stuff. Uh, Glenn Moore won his thousandth game yesterday. We'll have Glenn Moore, Baylor softball coach on the program. And Bryce Cherry will be here as well from the Waco Tribune Herald. So we got a lots, uh, lots to get to today. Uh, as far as some of the topics and subjects, we got Baylor Spring Football. It, uh, it will uh, have practice number two today out of 15. And after practice, it will be a uh, – we'll feature the, the quarterbacks. We'll have a chance to, to visit with Sawyer uh, Robertson and also with Blake Shapin and also with the quarterbacks coach, uh, Sean Bell. So we'll do that after practice today. And uh, that will be coming up uh, around 6 o'clock or so, something like that. Also, uh, we'll get into the Sweet 16. It resumes. The NCAA tournament resumes today. Uh, Softball, as we mentioned, Baylor won yesterday. And I got to be honest, guys, uh, I watched a little bit of the Mavericks game. In fact, I watched quite a bit of the Mavericks game. And it was was fun. I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I, I question whether anybody plays defense in the NBA. Now, I will say this. When the ball gets down on the block, they will contest those shots. But there was guys that ran Ward Scott free right down the lane in, for, for layups, uncontested layups. I, th- I think other guys said, you know what? It's a business decision. <laughs> I'm not stopping that dude. And they didn't. It was both teams, though. It, it, was, it was just kind of it was both ways. But That's the NBA. Yeah, it is, I guess. But man, Luca can shoot it. He can. I mean, he can back you down, or he can shoot it from half court. That guy can play. Welcome to the party. Yeah, <laughs> he's fun to watch. He's fun to watch. Uh, are they going to get the other guy back? <laughs> he's Kyrie. In, yeah, he's in street clothes. Well, yeah, he's he's injured. <sighs> Luca just got back. Yeah, that was a bad deal for him, wasn't it? Lose that close game at home. Well, yeah, because that puts them into the play-in game now, probably. Yeah, and it could. And I didn't look, but I was listening to him explain everything. It could literally – now, I know there's still some time to go, but it could literally, if depending on the results of last night, it could have pushed them out of the playoff game or the you know the, the little play-in tournament. The 6-12 through 12 seating in the Western Conference has been tight all year long. I mean, they're, all those teams are within two games of each other. Well, they're all around 500. Yep. They're all, you know, a game or two games of 500. So, uh, it should be, uh, it'll be interesting to see how this thing happens down the stretch. And, Ward, I guess it's like anything else. You can't give away those home games. You got to win your home games. 
and Golden State went on a five-game road trip, and they get two wins out of that five. So, you know, that's 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 big for them. Well, it would have been either them or the Mavericks in the play-in game, depending on who won that game last night. And gotcha. it's going to be the Mavericks. So, all right. So it, it, they've it, only got nine games left. Yeah, but everybody's what. All of those teams that are fighting in, like you said, in that six through twelve, they're all within a, like a game or two games of each other, and all within a game or two games of five hundred. So we'll see how we'll see how all that goes. All right, I was and stumbled across this this morning. And by the way, I love the Athletic. I, I subscribe to the Athletic. I think that is a great, great online service. I was reading an article today in the Athletic. The uh, World Baseball Classic, the championship game, U.S. and Japan, averaged about five and a half million. It peaked around nine thirty at night, and I don't know how they do all that, but you know, I'm just reading the article. It peaked at six and a half million. That's pretty impressive, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot of eyeballs. It is. I mean, for for a game that really, other than bragging rights, it doesn't it doesn't mean a whole lot. Let's just be honest. It's a it's a it's a baseball game in March, and it drew five point. I think it said five point two million, and then it peaked at six point five, which got me to thinking. And we looked, and and. And again, I know we're in the first year. We're only about halfway through the season. But the XFL is averaging about a half a million people in in average viewership. And attendance is somewhere between ten and fifteen thousand. How long can they how long will the league survive if that's gonna be the numbers? And I know that they're growing it. I I get that. This is the first year. But can it survive with a quarter million people watching and ten or fifteen thousand attending. I don't know. Just depends on how much television wants to put up with that. I mean, is there anything else on? Well, and that's what I was going to say. At at some point, TV has to say, "What are we putting in its place?" Because look, they have to have programming. So, is this their best option? And are they willing to continue to pay for for that? And are they willing to pay the money that they're paying now? I don't, I don't know. And with the USFL coming, is there is there room for – and I know that they're in all different windows, but is there room for three professional football leagues? I, I think so. We're going to find out. I'll be curious to see – because the USFL is definitely going up against Major League Baseball. So I'll, I'll be interested to see how that how that works. So anyway, uh, so there's some stuff there. I already, now, if you if you want to be a part of this thing, you certainly can. Our CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. Uh, besides the court, and here's one from the CNC Collision Center text line. Beside the QB position battle, what position battles will have the biggest impact on the Bears' season this year? Obviously, the, the QB position. And I don't know if it's battles, but it's it's finding people that are going to step up. They lost, and we talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it on the air, but we talked about it uh, in our in our meetings and stuff. But 
Baylor's offensive line, Ward, they lost three three players from a line that we thought was going to be outstanding that turned out to be, let's just be honest, turned out to be okay. It didn't. It wasn't. We thought that the offensive line and the defensive line would be the strengths of this football team. The offensive line was not. I mean, that's that's just fair. And now you've got to replace three starters on the offensive line. So what do you do there? Uh, and I think the running back position is going to be interesting. Is this Richard Reese's is this Richard Reese's football team from a running back position, the freshman uh, from a year ago who rushed for, I don't know, 750 yards, something like that? Is he the clear-cut number one guy? I don't think so. So there's a couple of guys that are coming back that, you know, and again, the way they rotated those running backs, you know, I, I don't know. It, it, I think that's an interesting interesting uh interesting battle will be who's going to be that number one running back who's going to be the number one quarterback what do you do with your offensive line they've got a lot of question marks uh on that side of the ball well richardson coming in from oklahoma state too is going to have something to say about it absolutely absolutely uh and i'm and i'm trying to draw a blank here but i'm trying to think of the other quaylen jones there you go quaylen jones i could not remember his name and he's a good-looking kid, yeah. too. So, you know, the running back room looks good, but does somebody and, – and look, last year they did not ever have that one guy. They didn't step out and say, this is my football team from a running back position. They didn't. They, they used three, four different guys. Squirrel and, you know, and all kinds of – you know, they did all kinds of things. The year before, Smith, you know <laughs> – came over from the defensive side of the football and said, hey, if I'm coming over here, I'm running the football. And he ran it. And he ran it well. Uh, so I'm of the belief that you need somebody like that. I, I, I don't like the, the running back rotation. And I'm not saying that it's the wrong. I'm just saying, personally, I want some guy that's going to get lathered up and, you know, is he better in that 17th carry ward than, than he is in that – fifth carry you know how some guys take time to get rolling and if you're moving in and out of the game can you get can you get in the in the rhythm of the football game I don't think so so we'll see what they elect to do there I think they got some choices I think they got some good choices at the running back spot but somebody needs to take the lead I I, I agree I agree I think somebody's got to step out and clear the path and say I'm 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 RB1. You know, if I need a break, you guys figure it out. <laughs> but I'm RB1. And that's what I'm hoping to see. And maybe as as early as this spring as as they build the depth chart. Now again, as we mentioned on the on the show yesterday, that je- depth chart can be can be fluid. I mean, you can but you want to have that depth chart in a pretty good spot when you go into fall camp. So I think they've got some some challenges. Later on in the program, in fact, we'll do it in our next segment. We'll, we'll talk about where the Bears were and, and where they ended up and how they got there. And so we'll, we'll, we'll do that coming up in a couple of minutes as we talk some football on this Thursday. RJ Ochoa at the bottom of the hour talking Cowboy football. So we got some football conversation for you 
on this Thursday morning. All right, this is game time, your first word in sports. He's Ward, he's Ryan, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. We're right back for more in just a moment. Recently on the John Moore Show. King McClure with us at ESPN, stepping over to ESPN Radio. If you can do radio as a play-by-play, that is extremely difficult. Like, that, that, that is a <laughs> right. skill. Because I was listening, I was, I was almost in amazement uh, of the ability to be able to describe something so perfectly. So, honestly, like, I know you do that, too. So, if you can do that, that is a talent and a skill. John Moore's, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Hi, everybody. It's Jimmy with Advanced House Leveling. I just wanted to say thanks for everything you've done for us and our family over four decades. And I'm the funny, goofy dude on the radio, but this is kind of serious because your homes are serious. Nothing's funny about a foundation problem. If you do have a problem, give us a call, 254-235-4922 or fixitjimmy.com, and we'll do our best to protect your house. And once again, thanks, y'all. Hey folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. There are so many seasons upon us. March Madness basketball, baseball, and NASCAR. So needless to say, we are full throttle here at Jim Turner Chevrolet as we enter truck season. And here we go again with 0% financing on every new Silverado in stock. We have over 200 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, and folks, we will not be beat over price. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Incomings Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit InCommonsBank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. Incomings Bank, member FDIC. 
Gather with us on April 1st in Heritage Square in downtown Waco for the Greater Waco Chambers Texas Food Truck Showdown with presenting sponsor, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. Save the date and make sure you're following us on Facebook for all the latest. Visit the thetexasfoodtruckshowdown.com for the lineup of trucks and signature dishes. The Texas Food Truck Showdown is fun for the whole family, so don't fool around and make plans to truck on down to the Texas Food Truck Showdown April 1st. Game time is Brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Advanced Foundation Repair. All right, 716, this is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk some football here this morning. Uh, spring football again, uh, practice number two coming up this afternoon uh, at the uh, at the facility. So, uh we had an opportunity a couple of days ago to visit with uh, Coach Dave Aranda after uh, after the practice, and, and one of the questions, guys, was, you know, what did he learn about his football team and his football program when they went on the on that what was it a four game slide at the end of the year? And, and Ward, it was to me it was a an interesting year because it was kind of a I mean they they it was kind of a yo yo. I mean they bounced back and forth early in the year. They were three and three. After they lost a, a tough one, Shapin goes down. They lose a tough one on the road on a Thursday night and in, in, in Morgantown. And we all know that night games in Morgantown are always fun. But they lost a night game in Morgantown on a Thursday night. Then they beat a much-improved Kansas team. Then they beat a much-improved Texas Tech team. Then they beat... Oklahoma, and they did, they did, uh, they won the Tech and Oklahoma games on the road, and you're like, okay, well, maybe here we go, six and three. Then they come back home and absolutely get dismantled by Kansas State. Never in the football game, ever in the football game, and you're like, well, six and four, but where are we going with this six and four? And then they play the game that I think changed their season and TCU season. I don't know if you guys would agree, but I think that one play changed the whole complexion of the season for both Baylor and for TCU. The rushing him on and getting that field goal away and perfect execution of their fire drill for the field goal. Agree or disagree? I agree. I agree as well. I think it changed everything. It changed TCU season. It changed because if they lose that game, they're not in a playoff. They're not in that. They're not in the NCAA playoff. And if Baylor wins that game, you're now at a seven-win season with Texas coming up. And even if you lose to Texas on the road, you're in a much better bowl game, and you're not playing in Fort Worth. No disrespect to Fort Worth, but you're not playing in Fort Worth before Christmas when it's 45 below zero. <laughs> what it was? That, that <laughs> win, man. Am I kidding? Nope. It was. <laughs> it was a brutal, brutal night, and you get beat by Air Force. So why did they lose four in a row? What was it about this football team? I can't put my thumb on it. I just sometimes you go on a slide and you can't 
you can't help yourself. You can't you can't find a way to to muster up a win. It just it happens to some teams. You know, and I and and for me, I don't know the Kansas State game. If you're gonna t- circle one game and go, I'm totally confused. That's the game. And I'm not saying that you 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 don't lose to Kansas State. They're a good football team. They proved that. But you got dismantled. You, I mean, you you give up 31, you scratch three, and you weren't even in the football game. Well, and so I mean, I I have no there. I don't know that there is an explanation for that, but. You come right back and you bounce back and you're playing TCU and you know and you're thinking, well, could the same thing happen? Well, sure it could. If you play the way you, against TCU, the way you played against Kansas State, I promise you it's going to happen. But they didn't. They're right there with a chance to win the football game, and then you have, well, you know what you had. <laughs> mm-hmm. After, and so you just really don't know what was going on. I mean, it's the most confusing football team I mean I'm I mean I am I'm confused by where they're at and what they're doing it was an interesting year from that perspective well Monday Monday after practice one of coach Aranda was asked what he learned about that 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 four game slide at the end of the year and again I'll say it again if 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 things go slightly different against TCU it may it may be a totally different look, but the bottom line is it wasn't. And it was a four-game slide to end the year, including the bowl game in Fort Worth against Air Force. And he was asked about what what his takeaway was from the end of the year, and it was very, very interesting what he had to say. Yeah, I think I, I, think I probably was too uh, lenient with guys, and I think I, I probably tried to help too many guys that I think probably needed, you know, maybe a, a tougher version of me. You know, I probably gave too many guys chances that uh, were probably taking advantage of me or those chances. And I think, you know, I go back to those times, though. It's like, you know, you're trying to, I don't know, man, I, I, I struggle sometimes. It's like, I don't know if the, all the wins from the previous year kind of just makes you think that you can fix all the stuff you know I hope that's not the case I don't know if that is though but you know I think when I go back to it you're trying to you're locked in and it's like dude I'm trying to help this person and I'm trying you know um, he's got to get over this or get over this hump or do this or do that and I think in the midst of that in the helping of him the so-called I guess helping of him I think there's the hurting of the team and uh, you know it's a big lesson for me wow I would think, and you know, and again, not a coach. You were. I, I would think that that is probably as difficult a, a journey or a path. You know, am I helping? Am I hurting? Is you know, is it love or do it? Does he need love? Does he need tough love? I mean, the 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 dealing of individual players in the with the team concept affected by how you deal with individual players. I, I would suspect, Ward, that, that that's a tough, tough trail to, to travel. It's a fine line. you got to figure out, you know, which direction you have to go and who needs what. And, you know, each individual is an individual. And you try to bring them together as a team. But you have to know 
how you can get the best out of that player. And some it's some it's not being so rough on. Some you you've got to pull it out of them, and you got to figure out which direction you have to go with each individual. And I you know I don't I don't know who he was talking about, and I don't know the approach that he made. But obviously there was a there was a place in in his team that needed a different approach and he's going to take a different approach next time yeah it's it, to me it sounded like he's he's saying that it's when it gets to a certain point you have to draw a line in the sand and say well, there's some guys is, that there's yeah. some guys if you climb their tree they shut down right and they don't respond and there's others that you have to climb their tree to get it out of them and I think that, you know, that's the challenge of figuring out who, you know, and we say it all the time. Some guys you got to push, some guys you got to pull, some guys you got to pat on the back, and some guys you got to kick in the backside. But there's also comes a point to where you say, eventually you say, you know what? At the end of the day, here's the expectation. Meet the expectation or you're going to go on down the street. I guess. I, I mean. it. Look, it, to me, if you if you can't do what you're asked to do on a day-to-day basis and when the lights come on just go out and execute then you get left behind period and that's in life too by the way i mean it's not just in the athletic arena at some point you've got to you got to step up in life and perform and mm-hmm. and you know whether it's your job or whatever the case your relationship whatever the case may be but i i found that that's interesting that you know he was you know he he looked, and I don't know if he looked there first, but he certainly looked from within to see how he succeeded and or failed in leading these hundred football players, and and I don't think he liked what he saw in some cases. I mean that's pretty clear, uh, and so I think there may be a different look and a different approach as as they go into spring. And certainly, as they move into the fall, and what's the what does how does that change the look of the football team that we see on Saturdays, or does it? We don't know. Have to wait and see. Yeah, and we'll find out. You know, I guess late August. I guess or September second. That's when we'll find out. Yeah, we won't know anything through the spring on that. Yeah, but it does sound like. Didn't it sound like to you that there may be a different approach? In certain cases? Yeah, I think so. So, we'll see. Uh, again, they practice again today. And uh, we don't know if those cases are even still here. That's a good point. That's a good point. But it sounded like it was... In some cases, he, he may have been talking about specifics, but in some cases, I think he was also talking in, in, in general that maybe he has to have a different approach. Uh, Maybe. With, 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 you know, in certain situations. We'll find out. Uh, but I did, I, I did find that interesting when asked, you know, you know, what did you learn about your football team and your program as you were going through that, you know, those last few weeks and, you know, things didn't go well. You lost four in a row. Uh, that's the first place he went was I could have been. I mean, he started with, 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 with himself and, you know, we'll, we'll see. Where are they right now in the program? I mean, I think, I think it's kind of a kind of a critical year 
for for this football program. I mean, you, you toss COVID to the side, I think, although those results aren't going away, but you had a great year, and then you had a year where you were expected to have a great year, and you went six and seven. I think this is kind of a, you know, is this a defining year in in his time leading this football program? I I think you want to bounce back. There's no doubt. But, I mean, only time will tell how critical this is. I mean, if they go out and lay an egg all season long, it's not good. No, I, I, I mean, But if if they're competitive in a good conference, then, you know, you, you evaluate it from there. Yeah, well, and, and again, what I'm, I guess what I'm talking about is when people, when people talk about the Baylor football program, how do they identify the Baylor football program? And, and I think this, this year will go a long way in saying, well, those Dave Aranda teams, they play like fill in the blank. And because I think this is kind of where you start to, to, to lay that groundwork and complete that groundwork for what you, what you want from your program and what you expect from your program and what your program actually is. You know, is it, is it one of those gritty, hard-nosed programs? Is it, you know, is it that finesse type? You know, where, where are you going with the program? Well, again, I think you, you have to be competitive. And if you can be competitive, you'd like to turn those into wins mm-hmm. if you can. But if you go out and are competitive 10 weeks out of the year and you come up short, well, you're still competitive. Right. And that, that goes a long way. Give yourself a chance every week. Yeah. Makes sense. All right, uh, 729, and, and that may be part of that building block process that we see this it, spring. It, we'll, it is. We'll, it is. Uh, we'll see how that all rolls. All right, 729, we'll continue our football conversation when we talk with RJ Choa. There's some movement in the Cowboys organization. Again, boy, they're busy. We'll talk about it coming up next here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Thursday, March 30th for our next Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's. Our guest, Michael Woodson from Baylor Men's Tennis and Acrobatics and Tumbling Head Coach Felicia Mulkey. The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Did you know, now's a great time to let Jeff on our Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff on our Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service and body shop and a full-line parts department with factory-trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Everything we do, we do for you. Save to win at First Central Credit Union. Only $25 to start your Save to Win account. Win up to $5,000 in quarterly prizes. Save to Win must be activated January 1st through April 30th. First Central Save to Win account is the smartest way to save. Everything we do, we do for you. Speak with a member services rep for details. Go online at firstcentralcu.com. Subject to membership eligibility and application policies, member NCUA. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Bill Brock and his MCC women's basketball team opens play at the Junior College National Tournament in Lubbock this morning. They take on Murray State in the first round with a 10 a.m. tip-off. Baylor softball improved to 23-5 with a 5-0 road shutout against UTA. The Bears continue the road trip, heading to Oklahoma State for a weekend conference series. MCC softball swept Vernon 7-3 and 13-2. The Highlashes are now 22-8 on the year and 8-2 in league action. McLennan Highlanders blasted five home runs during yesterday. Today's doubleheader in Vernon to win two run rule games, 15-4 and 16-5. They finished that four-game conference series on Saturday at Bosque River Ballpark. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk Cowboys with R.J. Ochoa from Blogging the Boys on ESPN Central Texas. Seven thirty-four. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Your friend of the car business, Tom Ward Ryan. Glad to have you with us. Let's talk some Cowboys and let's welcome into the program from Blog of the Boys and ESPN San Antonio, RJ Ochoa. RJ, good morning. We appreciate your time. Cowboys go get Ronald Jones. Uh, he's just twenty-five years old, so he's a young guy. Do they still need? to look at the draft if a quality running back is is available to them uh good morning guys great to be with you i mean um i, I don't think you ever want to rule anything out um and and i'm i'm less deterred by the ronald jones signing than most it seems like uh, a lot of cowboys fans have forgotten the, the wilderness that we were kind of calling through recently 
Um, but, um, but ultimately, I mean, the, the Cowboys, I think are free to draft a running back probably, you know, on the third day of the draft, uh, Ronald Jones signing for the vet minimum. I mean, it, it, it kind of feels like he's hanging out as a, if this works out great, if it doesn't no real cost to us sort of thing. So, uh, it's the best of both worlds. I know those things don't tend to happen, but that's uh, what the Cowboys have found themselves at with Rojo. What's the next move you want to see from the Cowboys or is it the draft? I mean, at this point, um, I would say I really just want to see them address the interior of their defensive line. And, and there are, you know, some rumblings that they're going to bring back Carlos, uh, Carlos Watkins, excuse me, uh, Jonathan Hankins. Um, and so if that were to happen, I, I feel like it'd, it'd be difficult to not be pleased. I mean, it'd, it'd be difficult to not feel like this, this whole offseason was a big win. Um, and so that, that's really the, the only thing that's kind of remaining. That's not to say oh, you bring in a defensive tackle, you know, you've guaranteed yourself the Super Bowl. Um, but if you bring in a defensive tackle right now, you've really, truly, totally, absolutely plugged every would-be hole that you would have uh, a month before the draft. And, and, you know, the Cowboys love to, and a lot of NFL teams do say, we're going to draft the best available player. Um, that's, I think, true to an extent, but, I mean, you have to marry that with a need. And, you know, the Cowboys went into last year's draft with massive needs at, you know, along the offensive line at left guard specifically at defensive end at wide receiver. And it's no coincidence that those were their, their first three picks. And so this allows you, I think uh, the Liberty to truly kind of trust your scouting and, and take who falls to you. How, how complete will this roster look prior to the draft? I mean, I don't know that I would feel, you know, um, I guess I would say it's, it sounds dramatic, but I mean, it's, it's pretty complete. I mean, you're adding, you know, maybe six to seven players. I mean, it's, it's rare for all of a team's draft picks to make the team's roster that has happened to the Cowboys recently. Um, but I mean, you're, so you're, you're not adding seismic people. I mean, yeah, whoever you take on, you know, in the first 100 picks is obviously theoretically going to be high level contributors, but um, I, I just, you know, you're going to be close to being ready to go play a couple of games, I guess. Um, you, you obviously you're, you're looking for the maybe not the cherry on top, but you guys ever throw in like um, like a, a baked sheet of cheese over something in the oven, like when it's like 90 percent done, you put that cheese on there. Like that's what you're adding at this point to the rest of your team. That's that's how I thought about it, <laughs> RJ. If you looked at this going into the draft today, say the draft was tomorrow morning, the biggest need on the board for the Cowboys is it guard is it edge rusher is it running back what what is it right now i don't i mean i would definitely not put running back up there um but i i think it sort of depends what lens you're looking at things through um are you concerned more about the long term of the team are you concerned more about week one um because left guard is probably the answer if, if you marry those ideas together um you know if we fast forward a year uh, you know, obviously the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, we have the parade and everything's great. Um, I mean, is Tyron Smith back? Probably not. You know, I know we keep saying that, but at that point, Tyler Smith is your left tackle and you don't have an answer at left guard. Um, you know, at some point, Demarcus Lawrence is going to leave. You're going to need another edge rusher. You you probably, you know, could use another linebacker. I know Leighton Vanderesh is back, obviously. And even corner. I mean, I, I know Stephon Gilmore's around now, but I mean, you just don't know how our, how our contract negotiation is going to go with Trayvon Diggs. Those things could always go south. You could suddenly be down. Um, and even at wide receiver, yeah, they restructured Cooks' deal and Gallup's deal, and it looks like they're all going to be around. But I mean, you can never, ever, ever have enough wide receivers, which was a lesson the Cowboys kind of um, fought against last year. 
Um, so, I mean, if I have to pick one, I'd probably pick left guard or defensive tackle, linebacker, something like that. But, but running back's pretty far down my list. With all the moves this offseason, kind of give me a one, two, three, if you will, of how you feel like the Cowboys, what, what the most important moves that they've completed this offseason. I mean, you know, this is the single best thing they did off, off this offseason. Kind of rank, rank some of these moves for us. You know, I, I think that it's a little bit of cheating, but I think number one is probably keeping Dan Quinn, um, you know, because that was the first domino that fell that, that made keeping Donovan Wilson and Leighton Vandrish uh, a little bit easier. I mean, you, you've kept the status quo. You've kept the good vibes. You've kept the good times rolling. Um, so that would be number one for me. Um, and then, you know, maybe not in sequence, but it did happen this way chronologically. I, I would say keeping Donovan Wilson and Leighton Vandrish, and I, I don't, I don't know that they're all pro players or pro bowl players or anything like that, but they're high level contributors. And, you know, what, what the Cowboys have aired in the past is they have counted on their superstars and, and they have said, you know, we, we actually joked, we said last year that, that in 2023, they were going to rely on Micah Parsons. And when he didn't get it done, they were going to hold it against him in contract negotiations and say, well, you couldn't carry the team. Why should we pay you X, Y, and Z? Um, so allowing, you know, the Donovan Wilson and Lane Vanderish of the world to exist to help Micah Parsons thrive is a big deal. And then, you know, you, you can't not mention the trades. Um, and, and I would lump them together because, you know, for relatively, I mean, not even relatively, extremely low draft capital, the Cowboys have added two starters. I mean, like, look, look around the NFL and even, you know, count all free agency those big money spent. What team has added two bona fide starters to their roster at positions of weakness at that. I mean, the Cowboys have done that. They have allowed themselves flexibility. And I think, you know, what's important, this is a really young locker room. And it was so interesting to see how they reacted when the Cowboys did trade for Stephon Gilmore. It is very clear that they look up to him and admire him. Uh, I mean, he has climbed the highest highs that this game has to offer. He's got a defensive player of the year on his mantle. He's won a Super Bowl. He's lost a Super Bowl. I mean, you know, the Cowboys can't even get to the NFC Championship game. So I think all of those things really contribute to the culture that they're building. Um, just to kind of tie a bow on that, it was in the run-up to the Super Bowl that C.D. Lamb, among others, uh, you know, did the radio road car wash and, and said, you know, we need help. You know, we, we need one more piece. We need another guy. You're, you're always one piece away. Um, and at the time, you know, we were so worried that that was going to fall on deaf ears. But the Cowboys seem to have heard not only our cries, but the cries of their players. And they're finally acting like a team that, that can smell blood in the water as far as their competition is concerned. And it's nice to see that level of conviction. With all the moves that the Cowboys have made and, and Jerry Jones letting the Cowboys make these moves, is it a sign that we're getting close to Jerry Jones pushing all the chips in? I don't know that I feel that way. Uh, one of our writers ha has an article that's dropping in, in about 20 minutes at our site. Um, and, and the premise of it is that what we're seeing is Mike McCarthy's Cowboys. And I don't want to, you know, I think we make it about like, well, it has to be McCarthy. It has to be Jerry. It has to be, you know, one and nobody else. But I, I do think that we are seeing the influence that he has had. Um, I mean, since Mike McCarthy arrived, we've seen the emergence of Tony Pollard. And, and people want to give that credit to Kellen Moore. I mean, you know, and, and the whole world, to, to the McCarthy point, you know, in the lead-up to the NFL Combine, I'm sure you guys talked about, he had the line about, yeah, we want to run the ball, blah, blah. And, I mean, everybody dragged him and roasted him and, and you know, just called him a, a doofus and an idiot uh, because that's the low-hanging fruit when it comes to Mike McCarthy. 
And, you know, what have the Cowboys done since Mike McCarthy said that? If we look at the evidence, if we look at the data, they have released Ezekiel Elliott, who is like the, the pinnacle, run the ball, you know, bruiser, bell cow guy. And they've traded for Brandon Cooks to help solidify the passing game. And, and I'm not saying that, um, you know, the Cowboys are going to come out and throw the ball 50 times a game now or anything like that. But, I mean, I, I'm, I remain so impressed with Mike McCarthy because he understands who he works for. And he understands that if he has to go out at the NFL Combine and say he wants to run the ball, he'll get his way. He'll, he'll get the roster in the, in the vision that he wants. And he's got everything. I mean, McCarthy's going to be calling plays. This offense is built the way he wants it to, to be run. And now he's got the personnel to kind of make it operate. And so um, I think the Cowboys, to their credit, to Jerry's credit, I think they're finally allowing, you know, that relationship to coexist. I think they're finally recognizing that, hey, this guy, you know, like Stephon Gilmore, he's done the things that we want to do. He's, that's why we hired him. We have to let him kind of thrive and operate in the environment that he wants. And so I think we're finally seeing a marriage of all ideas working in harmony. Are they banking on Tony Pollard being 100% uh, during during training camp and, and, and being the guy uh, in that backfield? I think to some degree, but, but I, I think whether he's ready for camp or not is pretty inconsequential. Um, I mean, you know, he's a pretty experienced player, so it's not like they're worried about him, you know, being a part of the, the offensive install or anything like that. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, they're paying him $10 million, right? I mean, so for one year, I mean, so that is, you know, in a lot of ways, writing a pretty big check that, that you're expecting him to cash. Um, and so, I, I mean, it, it sounds silly to say that they're not really counting on him. He's not really a part of things, but at the end of the day, he is a running back and, and this is a West coast offense with West coast principles. And so look, you know, Cody Pollard is, is an extremely important part of what the Cowboys are going to do, obviously, but. At the end of the day, the straw that stirs the drink is, is the quarterback. And, and so, you know, that domino has to fall before anything else becomes a little bit more important, if that makes sense. Well, RJ, as always, we appreciate your time. Uh, what are you working on? What's uh, what's coming up on the blog, man? Uh, I've told you guys before about our Madden franchise series. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm trying to get Stephon Gilmore and Brandon Cooks on the team, but the game won't allow it. But I've decided uh, this week uh, is, is Eagles week, the first Eagles game the Cowboys played. And in an ode to right, you know, the wrong that we witnessed, I'm going to play that game with Cooper Rush, a quarterback, and I'm going to make sure I beat these Eagles. So I'm pretty excited about the challenge that I've instituted for myself. <laughs> it's blogging the boys with RJ Ochoa. RJ, thanks. Have a great day. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Talk to you soon. RJ Ochoa, blogging the boys right here on ESPN Central Texas. We're presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business, where they've got a great selection. I do mean a great selection of new car and truck inventory in stock today at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. If you can't get by there, you can always go browsing online at allensamuelsdcj.com. That's allensamuelsdcj.com. With that Ram truck, you're going to you're going to get quality. You're going to get an impressive towing uh, capabilities. You're going to get heavy-duty payload capacity, smooth ride, luxury feel, beautiful interior design. It's all in one vehicle, and that's the that's the Ram truck, and it's available at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Again, 201 West Loop 340. They're just down from Highway 84. Ted Teague and his staff ready to take great care of you, not only this time, but next time and the time after that. I mean, you want to talk about building a relationship, not just selling cars, but building relationships. That's what they do at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. So stop by, see Ted, see Sean, see the entire crew at uh, allensamuelsdcj.com. 
That's alansamuelsdcj.com. You can go by there. You're going to see the great selection of new vehicles. You're also going to see a great selection of late model pre-owned vehicles. And, of course, they've got an incredible service department to go with. A complete store is what I'm trying to tell you. It's 201 West Loop 340. If you got a question, well, pick up the phone and call them. Ted's waiting to hear from you right now. 772-1000. That's 772-1000. It's Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Recently on Game Time. Joined now this morning by the uh, Vice President and Director of Intercollegiate Athletics, Mac Rhodes. I, I have yet to see anything compelling that shortening the game is in the in the best interest of the health of our student-athletes. But I think there's there's other ways to make it safer. Just don't know shortening the game by, you know, two to three to five minutes is, is, is going to do that. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I put us on the clock so we can try to make 30 seconds. So in 30 seconds, we need to tell you... We might have to just hang up. No, we can tell you about our great services and our free estimates. We can come out... It's a free inspection. Okay. It may not be an estimate. What if they don't need work? Then that would be fantastic for everybody. But for them, it would be. It'd be great for them. I'd starve. So give us a call at 254-235-4922 or fixitjimmy.com. That's us. Oh, we did it. Race season is on, and it's time for the chaos. The third annual Lone Star Forklift Funny Car Classic presented by SoCal Speed Shop of Waco is going to pound the ground at the Texas Motorplex March 23rd through March 25th. Cars from coast to coast are registered. It's three days of run what you run whopper action. <laughs> Plus wild winged outfield alters. Gear slamming. Dirty self gassers. Fire breathing jet dragsters. And much, much more. Kids 12 and under are free. And every ticket is a pit pass. Discounted pre-sale tickets available now at TexasMotorplex.com. Or get them at the gate. Can you smell the nitro? Nitro. nitro. You know what to do. Be there. Be there. The Chaos is brought to you by Spell Paving, Wolf Pumps, Fats Tires, Excel Drywall, and Performance Motor Coaches. This is ESPN Central Texas. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mexalicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. 
Bill Brock and his MCC women's basketball team opens play at the Junior College National Tournament in Lubbock this morning. They take on Murray State in the first round with a 10 a.m. tip-off. Baylor softball improved to 23-5 with a 5-0 road shutout against UTA. The Bears continue the road trip, heading to Oklahoma State for a weekend conference series. MCC softball swept Vernon 7-3 and 13-2. The High Lashes are now 22-8 on the year and 8-2 in league action. McLennan Highlanders blasted five home runs during yesterday's doubleheader in Vernon to win two run rule games, 15-4 and 16-5. They finished that four-game conference series on Saturday at Bosque River Ballpark. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's now time for Did You Know with Ryan Fox. Did you know that on this day in 1955, the great Moses Malone was born? He was born 1955 in Petersburg, Virginia, NBA center for the 76ers and Rockets, 12-time All-Star, three-time NBA MVP, 1983 Finals MVP, and Basketball Hall of Fame class of 2001. Y'all see him play a lot? Yeah. Of course. Did y'all see him play a lot? <laughs> did you? No. <laughs> I did not. But yes. Ward, was he the first player to... And I I should know this, but I don't. Was he the first player to come straight out of high school and go into the NBA? I don't know that for sure. I don't know. For Great some question. reason, I want to say that he was... He went straight from high school to, to the NBA. We can effort that. I, I didn't find that in my research, but I, we can definitely effort that. Uh, also, on this day in 1970, did you know that country singer Conway Twitty releases, released his hit Hello Darling," which ended up being the 1970 Billboard Music Awards Song of the Year? Love that song. Yeah, in 1974, Moses Malone was the first player ever to come straight out of high school. But ding, wow. ding, 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 ding. I thought so. And also, did you know that today is Jason Kidd's birthday? He turns 50 today. I couldn't believe that. Coach Kidd does? Coach Kidd turns 50 today. He was born in San Francisco. What are you trying to say? You can't believe that. What does that mean? Uh, is that old? Are you trying to say that's old? No. Okay. No, no, of course not. Very nice. He, he doesn't. He definitely doesn't look it. He's born in San Francisco, California. 2011 NBA champion with the Mavericks as a player, five-time All-NBA first team, 1995 NBA co-rookie of the year with Grant Hill, and basketball Hall of Fame class of 2018, and of course the current coach of the Dallas Mavericks. Happy 50th birthday to Jason Kidd. There you go. Also, maybe not for long. (laughs) No. And then did you know that on this day in 1991, the NFL-run World League of American Football kicked off. This was later renamed NFL Europe. It had its first-ever weekend slate of games. London beat Frankfurt, Sacramento beat Raleigh-Durham, and then Montreal beat Birmingham. NFL Europe. Yeah, that didn't that didn't work so well. And that truly was a minor league for the NFL. But, man, for whatever reason, that, that thing didn't, didn't fly. No, it was terrible. It was. I never saw. I never saw that. Of course when, you when, didn't. When, when did that thing fold? It's been a when, long time yeah, ago. Yeah, because it, it it wasn't around very long. Wasn't around very long. 
And also, did you know that today is Kyrie Irving's birthday? He turns 31 today, and I didn't know this. He was born in Melbourne, Australia. How about that? I did not know that. Because I know he was raised in New Jersey because he grew up a Nets fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he needs to get healthy. Yes. Quick. <laughs> He's He won the NBA championship in 2016 with Cleveland, eight-time NBA All-Star, and 2012 NBA Rookie of the Year. Happy 31st birthday to Kyrie Irving. And finally, did you know that on this day in 1994, Wayne Gretzky broke Gordie Howe's all-time NHL goal record with his 802nd career goal. He would go on to finish with 894 career goals, which is still the all-time record. Greatest of all time, isn't he? I believe so. There you go. Now you know. All right, 7.55. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We are uh, rocking along on a Thursday morning. Glenn Moore. BU softball coach coming up at the top of the hour. But right now, John Morris has got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes talking some milestone victories in Baylor Athletics and the end of the basketball seasons on the Baylor campus. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Just as teams are celebrating on the courts, your mountaintop experience begins during the Jeep Celebration Event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo with total values up to $5,500 on second and third row options or a 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with up to $5,000 in total values. And if we don't have exactly what you want, we can help you build the new custom Jeep of your dreams. It's the Jeep Celebration Event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. Today, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes, beginning with Baylor track and field, closing the indoor season and moving outdoors at home this weekend. Proud of uh, Coach Ford and the entire staff and our student-athletes. You know, the the men finished indoor um, 17th in the country, so top 20, the highest finish since 2011. So really Really proud of them, and and now you know both the men and women transition into into the outdoor season, and we'll be hosting the uh, Clyde Hart Classic. We've heard of uh, we've heard of that individual, Coach yeah. Hart, and uh, quite a legacy. And uh, man, I always enjoy. Uh, don't get to do it frequently, but uh, I, I do get to, to do it every so often. Uh, talk to Coach Hart, and uh, just an unbelievable individual. And it's all because of Maxine, and uh, <laughs> but uh, just just full of great great wisdom. Very cool. That'll be this weekend uh, at the uh, Clyde Hart Track and Field Stadium. How about a couple of milestones recently in two different sports by the head coaches there? Yeah, Coach Joey Scrivano in uh, women's tennis wins his 500th, and uh, again. And as you mentioned, quite an accomplishment. He's done a terrific job, you know, while uh, while he's been, uh, you know, head coach here uh, at, at Baylor and, and certainly have appreciated the way he's done it. And then uh, Coach Glenn Moore 
1,000 <laughs> wins uh, coaching softball. And, uh, again, just really proud of him. You know, I think both of those uh, individuals, you know, realized that, um, you know, they, they wouldn't have achieved uh, those those wins with a lot of a lot of great people that uh, they've had the opportunity to, to work with. And, again, um, Coach Moore doing it the right way. So just uh, really happy for both those individuals. Absolutely. And, unfortunately, way too soon, but the end of the basketball seasons. But uh, really a lot of highlights for both the men and the women. We have set such high expectations here. And the fact that, uh, you know, again, we have two programs, both programs going to the NCAAs. Uh, most can't say that. And then, uh, you know, we're we're disappointed when, when both don't get to the Sweet 16 and beyond. But uh, both programs under, you know, terrific leadership, great leadership, and uh, both programs headed in the right direction. And, you know, I look forward to the future with uh, with both of them because, again, I think their best days are, are still ahead. Thanks, Mac. And that's our time for today. More tomorrow on our next Baylor Sports Beat. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 8 o'clock. Straight up and down here on a Thursday morning. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. For game time, your first word in sports on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. And yesterday up in uh, up in Arlington, it was a matinee, and it was uh, uh, Baylor softball over UTA 5 to nothing at, uh, at at Allen Sachs Field. And that was win number 23 of the year for, for the Baylor softball team and win number 1,000th. For the head coach, Glenn Moore, we welcome Coach Moore into the program. First of all, Coach, good morning and congratulations. Uh, what, what a cool feat. Thank you, Tom. It's a, it was a good day. It was an exciting day for the, for the team and everyone involved in our program and uh, very blessed to be at the top uh, um, with my name at the top. But uh, thank you for having me. Talk a little bit about your club a little bit, and, and then we'll dive back in. I want to circle back around to, to your career, but I, I want to talk about this club a little bit. Uh, what, every year you go in, and you, I guess you've got expectations that you're, you're looking at. Uh, what, was, what, was the, what was your expectation for this club? Did you know you had a chance to be really, really good? You know, we uh... – we dove into the portal pretty good it, it, over the summer, worked really hard and brought in some, uh, some kids that we had um, seen that were available. And um, along with what we had returning, uh, we knew we had a chance if we could get the chemistry right with this team. And um, if we stayed healthy, we had a chance to, to, uh, to be pretty good. Now we've been hit a little bit by the injury bug, but we've kind of gotten used to that over the last seven or eight years. seems like we've had a, injury or two that really affected us but uh but we have a, a little more depth with this this club than we've had in the past and uh these kids are, are pretty special this is a a good team a lot of ball left to play with uh i think 15 16 games against top 10 caliber teams so uh you know we're going to get better by playing that competition but you're not going to win them all so We've got to be able to handle the adversity of uh, of losing a few games at the same time uh, continuing to see the big picture. What is the difference in this team right now? Is it the play in the circle or is it uh, being able to be consistent at the plate? You know, we're uh, we're better significantly in all aspects of the of the game. Uh, 
Uh, Dari Orm is our, our leader in the circle, and she's already had one national pitcher of the week uh, award and uh, thrown a, a couple of no-hitters, one perfect game. Uh, now it starts there right in the circle with us and uh, and then with the sport. But we're also, uh, you know, I think we have one of the best defenses that I've I've ever put on the field. Uh, we're stronger up the middle. Um, we just got a, uh, you know, we just got a lot of things that this defense can do. Very athletic, and and uh, what Coach Jonagan's done with our hitters is just phenomenal. Just really uh, has a, has a great hitting plan every day to help them get better. And you know, it doesn't matter if you have that plan if they don't buy into it, then it doesn't really matter that they're still going to struggle. But he's got a great scouting report every week, and. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's just really got them swinging the bat with a lot of confidence. So uh, we're capable of putting up runs against good pitching and, and uh, putting pressure on teams, and, and Dari can hold down their offenses. So we should have a chance at every game we're in. Um, she gives us a chance for sure. Glenn, you said something interesting a minute ago. Uh, you talked about the portal when you start dipping into the portal, uh, particularly when you go deep into the portal, that that you worry about chemistry. Do you build, and I know that you can't manufacture chemistry, That's that's got to be kind of organic, but is it is it easier at your place because of the culture that you've established over the last 23 years? Mm. Man, um, that's a good question, Tom. I uh, I don't know that it's easier anywhere. We live... Uh, uh, live in a tough time when uh when it's a we have a pretty selfish society and and uh it's a, it's a me world we live in and i think it's a it's a challenge no matter where you are um it's all about leadership and if you can have a if you're lucky enough to have a couple of uh really good leaders and then those that are willing to uh, you hate to use the word followers because that, that that's a negative connotation sometimes but uh but those that are really to, to get on board and help pull in that same direction, you can do great things. Uh, you know, when we got to, when Matt got to, to Baylor, he gave us a, a plaque and to put on a, in our office that said, uh, it's amazing what you can do when no one cares who gets the credit. And I really think I've got my first team since Matt's been here that really has very few that cares who gets the credit. They all want to be out there, but the leadership on this team is some of the best, uh, starting with Dari Orm. And uh, when a leader can perform on the field the way she does, she becomes even a greater leader. And and I think it's a, it's a very unselfish team. Big weekend coming up, Oklahoma State on the road uh, in Stillwater. How important is it for your team to just stay within itself? Hey, that's a good uh, a good fr- phrase. I think I'm going to use that with talking to the team. I, I think we need to. We, we focused all year on Baylor and not the team in the other dugout. We do our scouting report. We we break down film and and we have them prepared with who they're going to see. But you know, Oklahoma State is the number two team in the country in most most polls, so they're very they're very very good. We're number twenty one. I don't know that there's that big a gap between the 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 two of us, but they certainly are um, a team that plays with a lot of confidence. I think they have two losses. They've been to three consecutive World Series, and and that's a tough environment to play. So we've got to make sure that we handle uh, the the adversity of those situations, and you know even losses in in a a, a very productive way. Uh, it would be nice to go up there and and bring back a couple of wins. But the main thing is. Uh, that, that we do that we we stay 
focused on what we can do and what we're about, and we get better from these uh, opportunities. I said when we played Oklahoma earlier, and I've said it before, you know, if they don't bring their best, make sure we do and have an opportunity to get a win. And uh, if they play their best and they're better than us, then you tip your hat. But we've just got to keep everything in perspective and continue to to um, accelerate in the direction we've been going. 26th year as a head coach, 23rd here in Waco at Baylor, and you've collected 861 wins at Baylor. Uh, why is the relationship between Glenn Moore and Baylor University been so good? 23 years at one place in this in, in your industry, that's – it's pretty remarkable. Well, you know, there's a lot of people to credit for that. And just because my name's at the top of the, the program, uh, I certainly am not going to, to claim all the credit for that. Uh, I've never, as I've said many times, hit a pitcher throwing a ball on the field. And um, as Larry Groth told me last night at church, you know, um, if you're going to give everybody else credit for the wins, you got to let them share in the losses too. So that's, that's a good way of putting it. But, uh, you know, Tom, you understand this, the biggest victories and, um, are the many who have been, uh, have made professions of faith in Jesus Christ through our program. So uh, that's what we count as true victories. That what, that's what really matters in the end. But, um, being here 23 years has just been such a blessing. I, um, I was chose, chosen to lead uh, three programs now, and I have been able to surround myself with people, starting with my wife and my family, JC and Ty and Janice, and um, who have been by my side, and all the athletes, and, and uh, of course, Brittany Newman and Mark Lumley have uh, been right there with me, and Brittany won a lot of those games as well. Uh, Coach Jonagan, Coach Diaz, a lot of people are responsible for putting these kids in a position to be successful, but... Um, just blessed to be a part of uh, the greatest university on on the planet, in my opinion. Coach, I know you're you're incredibly modest, and, and that's fine. But, but we'll brag on you. Uh, first of all, congratulations again! Uh, an incredible feat for the program, and 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 go get another thousand. <laughs> well, um, we're embarking on that starting this weekend. Coach, thanks. I appreciate your time, and and uh, we we uh, we wish you the best this weekend in Stillwater. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Tom. Have a good day. You do the same. Coach Glenn Moore, he's modest, Ward, but my goodness, has he built a program. I mean, oh, no doubt. When you when when that thing started, there was, you know, there wasn't a Getterman and there wasn't an indoor and there wasn't all those facilities. I mean, uh, and I'm not saying he, you know, he had the hammer and nail, but by golly, he was he was out there beating the drum for for Baylor softball and and bringing in quality players and recruiting at a high level and recruiting good people too. Uh, and I, you know, it's, he's, he's, he's done a tremendous, tremendous job leading the Baylor softball program. And look, they're 23 and five and they're cooking with Crisco right now. That's a good team. Very uh, good team. Very good team. So, uh, wish him the very best as they go and 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 i don't know if you ever have a chance just to have a conversation with him and i'm not talking about softball i'm just having a conversation with him uh he's just he's just he's a fun guy uh a couple of times i've run into him at the donut shop of all places surprise i'm i'm getting donuts ward i know you're over there laughing but uh <laughs> Sounds normal, <laughs> but I mean, he he's buying donuts for his for his uh, for his coaches and everybody, and and uh, you know, and I'm doing the same thing. I'm buying donuts for me, uh, but you know, just just have a conversation about nothing. 
I mean, and it's he's he's that kind of guy that uh, you just you know you walk out of there and you go, man, that he's a he's a neat dude. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's good to see good guys have success, and boy, he is he's one of the good ones. All right, uh, it is uh, eight ten, ten minutes after eight o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're we're happy to have you with us as we move through a uh, a Thursday morning. It's it's gonna be a great day, isn't it? I mean. Mm-hmm. What's what's well? I keep waiting for Ward to give us the weather forecast. Eighty degrees today, sunshine Sunny and eighty. Skies, yeah, how about that? Beautiful. Yep. Uh, let's see. Speaking of, uh, going to be a great day. It's going to be a great day to come over to the Baylor Club. That's where you'll find uh, John Morris broadcasting live, and he's going to have Michael Ford, the uh, head track and field coach, on the program in the three o'clock hour. Matt Mosley will be there as well. Four o'clock today. So that'll be the Baylor Club as. Uh, John and Matt broadcast live their uh, their programs right here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, 11 minutes after 8 o'clock. It's 8-11, and uh, we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business, and we're brought to you in part by Morrison's Gifts. And we've we've told you a thousand times, and, and I'm going to repeat it again. When you When you need that special gift and you don't know what to get, which is me every time I go shopping, then you need to go to Morrison's Gifts. Their staff will they'll, they'll they'll take all the time they need to take and walk you through the process, and then ask you several questions, find out kind of where where you're at, what you're doing, what it's for, whether it's a birthday, a, an anniversary, or or a holiday, or just whatever. You know they're they're going to take great care of you, and they're going to find that special gift that just is absolutely perfect then they're going to wrap it beautifully wrap it you're going to walk out of there and you're going to look at the box and go man i don't not sure i want them to even open it this looks so good and then you're going to present it to her fellas and she's going to look at that box and go number one you didn't do this but wow thanks for thinking and and going the extra mile and then she's going to open up that great gift whether it's a john hart uh leather product or a Consuela purser bag or a key ring or a Times candle, maybe some jewelry, maybe a shirt, whatever it is. And she's going to be so appreciative and you're going to be, and she's, you know, she's going to be so proud of you that you were so thoughtful to get this done. And you can do that all at Morrison's gifts, 4308 West Waco drive. And uh, that's right down from Jason's deli. They they've moved but they've only moved like two doors down still in the in the Brazos Square Shopping Center. So uh, you, you can't miss them. You, it's a much bigger store, a great selection of, of items for you to choose from. You're going to love shopping and, and getting it done at Morrison's Gifts. They're a Baylor alumni-owned business, and again, they're at 4308 West Waco Drive. We're talking about Morrison's Gifts. Baylor, Big 12 softball, this weekend. On 101.3 FM. Baylor softball opening Big 12 conference play this weekend in Stillwater against Oklahoma State. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at 1 for the Bears and the Cowgirls. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 softball every game on 101.3 FM. 
Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. The pain level was over 10. There's days where I just sat and cried and asked the good Lord to take me. And my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. So I put the arch supports in and took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Dave actually live the life they envision without their feet getting in the way. Since then, I've been doing so many things with my children. I went hiking this last summer with my daughter, something that I never thought was possible because I couldn't walk. There's people out there that made a product that changed people's lives. I am not an actor. I am an individual father and wanted to share his testimony with other people out there about my good feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet Store. The Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com my house has a new glow i love my windows universal windows direct spring is here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here call universal windows direct of central texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member universal's exclusive unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by energy star for years also they offer zero percent financing for 60 months that's right zero percent financing for 60 months contact universal windows direct to central texas for a free in-home estimate universal windows central texas.com that's universal windows central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure to check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct it's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, it's 817. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, happy to have you with us. 
as we uh, get ready to roll. We got college basketball coming up tonight. We'll talk more about it in a few minutes. NCAA tournament is uh, is resuming tonight. One of the two Big 12 teams will be in action as uh, Kansas State will take on Michigan State this afternoon. Arkansas and UConn uh, in uh, Florida Atlantic and Tennessee. That's a that's a nine play and a four. That's a little surprising. And then you got the you got the two three with UCLA and Gonzaga. Ward Gonzaga got a chance to get past UCLA. Yeah, they got a chance. Fifty fifty. Oh, is it fifty fifty? Mm-hmm. And did you know that the coach from Michigan State is the only coach in the top sixteen that has a title? Tom Izzo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I learned that. You learned that. I learned that. <laughs> I didn't know it. Hey, but that team from Florida, the underdog, they might do something. Florida Atlantic? Mm-hmm. They're the ones that knocked out our, our Cinderella's. They might. You never know. Where is it? Fairly, oh. fairly well or whatever? Farley Dickinson. <laughs> fairly, fairly well. well. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> well, good morning, Stephanie. How are you? I'm good, I think. Good. We're ready to learn. Come on, bring it in here. Bring it in. Well... I was in the Googles. They started this in the 19th century. Well, how long ago was that? About 200 years ago or more. Why are y'all looking at me like that? Did I get it right? (laughs) You tell us. I think so. Anyways, 19th century, this became a sport and it is squirrel hunting. It's still look. a sport. Yeah. <laughs> well, right, but it beca- it's cr- it was started in the 19th century. They called it, though. Tom did it yesterday. <laughs> I did. There was a squirrel running around here Get yesterday. This, they call it, they would call it barking off squirrels. Barking off squirrels because they Easy. would bark at them. No. Y'all get your minds somewhere else. Bark your, they would bark, and you would get as close as you could to kill them, but you had to be sure you hit them in the right space or place because you didn't want the bullet or a rifle to destroy the meat because you would take the squirrels home to eat them, just like deer hunting. What? It's wrong, Ward. But they still have these competitions. They have one in Alabama called Squirrel Master Classic. Why am I not surprised? (laughs) (laughs) And you can actually do this in your own backyard. And it is not illegal. Did you know that? Shooting a squirrel is not illegal in the city limits. I don't think so. It's not in Alabama. I, I, I think it might be. I don't. I think at our house because we have lots of squirrels, we could. But here's the thing: these are five very important reasons why you should spend time learning how to squirrel hunt. One, access to them isn't an issue like to deer. <laughs> Two, squirrel hunting is affordable. Think about it. You don't need, like, a big shotgun to kill a squirrel. Don't need a lease. I think you can. Can you use a BB gun? You could. Will that kill a squirrel? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Third, it's ideal for introducing new hunters to the sport. So if you don't know how to sport or hunt, it's, it's a good idea, right? Bring your neighbors, bring your kids, whatever. Number four, it's the easiest way to disconnect. If you need some me time, just go under a tree and wait for the squirrel. A hot bike and five. What it's fun and it's great entertainment, and you will en- get to enjoy nature. So, if I was squirrel hunting, here is what I would do I would go buy a bag of peanuts, 
Why peanuts? Or acorns or go find some nuts. Because in the cartoons, we they found eat one nuts. right here. <laughs> and just put them out in the field and then just sit under a tree, wait for them to come get the nuts. Or just drive down a street. <laughs> that and, could happen too. And there's one laying in the middle of the road. They have different recipes too, like squirrel soup. There's competitions. Oh, that's for one of that. my favorites, yeah. <laughs> squirrel hash. Squirrel hash. That's a thing. Squirrel hash. Squirrel hash. Nope. You know, instead of, well, they have hash, what, in England? Is it England or Scotland? You can get all you need for squirrel hunting on Amazon. <laughs> See? It's a sport. A it's there. a thing. Squirrel hunting. Now, I'm not much of a hunter because when you hunt, you have to be quiet because you don't want the animals to hear you. But with the squirrels, <laughs> what? With the squirrels, you don't have to be so quiet. Well, why not? Because they're just, they don't care. They're like a honey badger. They don't care. They just hop around. They're like a honey badger. Yeah, honey badgers don't care. Neither do squirrels. They just don't care. They don't care about anything. Haven't you read that before? I know. Yeah, honey badgers just don't care. And so our squirrels. Is that the name of a book? Honey badger. I just don't care. Are you talking about? (laughs) Are you talking about that video with like the honey badger running around and there's like that commentary i haven't seen it but i do know that honey badgers don't care they do not care watch a national geographic thingy on them documentary (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying they just don't care they just in their own little world squirrels are the same thing so it'd be a great hunting sport to take up and for beginners and you have meat if you want to eat it have you have you ever ate squirrel no i haven't either but i've had a rabbit i think i've had that have not had goose. We had that conversation yesterday. Not eating goose. No. Or duck. No. I've had duck. It's good. No, it's not. I am so surprised that you have eaten duck and you like oh, it. Oh, yeah. You don't even like cheese, so you would like duck? It's greasy. It's good. So let me ask you this. When it's Thanksgiving and you get the turkey, do you eat the dark meat? Absolutely. Or the white meat? Both. Yeah. See, I'm not a fan of the dark meat. Anyways, I thought it was kind of interesting that they're squirrel hunting. They have it in the southern states, like southern, southern. So you they can't do it, do it in Pennsylvania? The, I, do they even have squirrels in Pennsylvania? Well, yeah. I've never seen a squirrel in Pennsylvania. How often are you in Pennsylvania? Never. But I've been. I saw pigeons. Squirrel gravy. Squirrel gravy. You, probably, put the, you put that on your Is that like the giblets? Meat? Like the giblet gravy? Yeah. Do squirrels have giblets? What's a giblet? Is that an intestine? What is a giblet? Why are y'all staring at me? Do you not know what a giblet is? <laughs> Can't you educate me? <laughs> Do you know what a giblet is? Does anybody out there know what a giblet is? Because nobody is telling me. Ward? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. out. <laughs> Squirrel meat has a sweet, nutty, and gamey flavor. I wonder why. Is, I know it's going to have nutty. It's similar to chicken, rabbit, duck, Well, of and course pork. it's similar to chicken. Everything's, Everything's similar, similar to chicken. chicken. <laughs> you anyway. know, and if that's the case, then eat chicken. <laughs> to ra- it's also similar to rabbit and duck as well. Is it really? That's what it says. I can see how it would have On a nutty Googles. flavor, though. So, here's my idea. I'll call the camel, dude, because it's warm now. We can ride the camels while we squirrel hunt. No. That would be so fun. Squirrels can live up to 15 to 18 years, by the way. I didn't know they lived that long. As long as they don't get hit by a car (laughs) or a shotgun. Do they ever fall out of trees? Oh, I'm sure. 
I, well, I've seen them jump out of trees. There's flying And the they girls. can fly. Well, I've seen that, yeah. They can fly from one tree to the next. We've got a couple of in, hang out in our backyard that are flying squirrels. They have wings? Oh, yeah. Oh, take a picture. I want to see them. Mm-mm. You can't take a picture of a flying Not squirrel. while they're flying because it would be a blurry shot. <sighs> Whatever. Anyways, that is your sports talk for today. Squirrel hunting. We should start a club. You no. go right ahead. You go what? right ahead. I'll Are be you the president. Cook it? Yes, I'll cook it. Are you going to eat it? If you eat it, no, not eating, I ain't it. eating it. I'm not eating a squirrel. Is it? Is, do you fry it? I mean, it said you could fry it, roast it. Here's yeah. what I Salt, would do. It. <laughs> I think he would like <laughs> bake it. You would want to like soak it in buttermilk overnight. Why? You because I've been taught by mom, Meemaw, that you take. Any gamey me like that, if you soak it in buttermilk overnight, it'll take some of the gaminess out. So then you rinse it off. It's still it. squirrel. It's a rat. Let's just call it a rat that looks cute. It's a rat. So we're rat hunting. Is it from the rat family? Is it? From, I don't know. I don't know that either. It's a rodent. Isn't it a rodent? It's not a mammal, right? I'm a mammal. Am I a mammal? <laughs> Mammals are you're fish. A fa- you're a fa- mammal. <laughs> We're mammals. No, I'm human. <laughs> squirrels are members of the family Scuridae, which is a family that includes small or medium-sized rodents. Told you. Bam, Stephanie was right. I Bingo. win the prize today. Blind squirrel <laughs> meet acorn. <laughs> <laughs> what? This is awesome, right? We've gone from squirrel hunting, now we're eating squirrel. No, we're not. <laughs> He's not. I will. Tom said. And no. Mikey will eat anything over there. You know. Mikey will eat anything. Will you eat snails? I, I have. I love escargot. Thank you. I do so too. So good. It is good. I, I like S-truck go and, <laughs> you know, and S-train go, but I'm not eating no snail. Oh, my oh, goodness. Escargot is excellent. Anyways, for your animal sports talk of the day. All right. <laughs> right from Stephanie's Squirrel mouth. Squirrel hunting. Uh, Squirrel hunting. We should try it. All right. Have a good. Mitch does it on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> oh, man. Poor Mitch. All right. Y'all have a good day. All right. See <laughs> you later. It's 828. This is. Game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, some squirrel. Stephanie, (laughs) glad to have you with us. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Had a uh, nice hotel, found a great rate, downtown Louisville. Aaron, did I, is it my fault, do you think, for booking the room prior to the game? I booked it at about 5.30 yesterday. I, I uh, Hopefully I didn't cause anything. Bears yeah, go out stop. there. <laughs> you think I did it. <laughs> my fault. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. 
exclusive one-carat diamond tennis bracelet for only $499. Only at Diamore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Limited time, limited offer, maximum savings, maximum shine. An exclusive one-carat diamond tennis bracelet for only $499. Only at Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Hey folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. There are so many seasons upon us. March Madness basketball, baseball, and NASCAR. So needless to say, we are full throttle here at Jim Turner Chevrolet as we enter truck season. And here we go again with 0% financing on every new Silverado in stock. We have over 200 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, and folks will not be beat over price. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Bill Brock and his MCC women's basketball team opens play at the Junior College National Tournament in Lubbock this morning. They take on Murray State in the first round with a 10 a.m. tip-off. Naylor softball improved to 23-5 with a 5-0 road shutout against UTA. The Bears continue the road trip, heading to Oklahoma State for a weekend conference series. MCC softball swept Vernon 7-3 and 13-2. The Highlasses are now 22-8 on the year and 8-2 in league action. The McLennan Highlanders blasted five home runs during yesterday's doubleheader in Vernon to win two run rule games, 15-4 and 16-5. They finished that four-game conference series on Saturday at Bosque River Ballpark. And the Astros' Jose Altuve will miss at least two months of the season due to a fractured right thumb. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk sports with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald on ESPN Central Texas. 8.32, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, glad to have you with us as we uh, welcome into the program the uh, sports editor of the Waco Tribune Herald, Bryce Cherry. Bryce, good morning. We appreciate your time. Let's uh, let's jump in. Take us back to uh, take us back to stores uh, a couple of nights ago, whatever it was, uh, when when Baylor ended their season against Connecticut on Connecticut's home floor. Talk about the the effort and and how this team went about their business in that game. I, I thought that they played one of their better games of the year. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, they they gave a great effort. Um, you know, gave UConn all they wanted um, for about mm, probably two and a half, 
uh, you know, quarters uh, into the third, and then uh, UConn made its run, and and you knew that run was coming, um, you know, and then Baylor, you know, tried to try to stay with it, but uh, once the run came, um, I thought they got a little desperate and with some of their shots, and um, you know, played a little more ragged, um, but you know, for yeah, for into the third quarter. They they were right in it. It was a one point game when Jamie Asbury had a steal and a breakaway layup. So um, you know, in the lead after a quarter, um, you know, in front of a, a huge crowd. I mean, there was not a an open seat to be found. They were loud. They were into it. Um, so it was pretty impressive. And, and then after the game, um, Gino actually said he said a couple things. He told Nikki in the um, little handshake uh, line that uh, he said, um, you guys run really, really good stuff. That's hard to guard. Um, and, you know, she, she appreciated him saying that, but um, you know, the other thing he said in, in the post game, you know, interviews was he called it um, one of the most gratifying wins he's had in that building. Um uh, he, he he used three reallys. He said it was, uh, you know, he was really, really, really worried for a while, um, you know, because uh, they were, you know, Baylor was not backing down. And, you know, obviously, again, UConn wore them down, but uh, it, it was a, a, an impressive effort for Baylor. And, and you know, something I think they can uh, take into offseason with a little bit of, you know, pride. You mentioned offseason. Where does this team go? What do they need to do to continue that climb? Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, it was a it was a bumpy season in terms of you know injuries and um, you know Nikki talked about it. They you know there were times they had seven players in practice and um, you know uh, they were certainly expecting. I mean, they had you know thirteen on the roster, so that wasn't what they expected. And um, in terms of, you know, the next step, I mean, you do get some reinforcements in, in the likes of, uh, of Dre Edwards, who will be eligible next year. Um, you know, there hasn't been a decision made yet on Asia Blackwell, but that she could be a player um, given that, you know, she has another year to play with who comes back. And so um, if you have Asia Blackwell, Dre Edwards, um, some of the returners that you have, you know, with, with Bella and Bugs, uh, Jaden Owens has already said that she's planning on coming back. So really, I mean, you only lose uh, Bickle and Asbury. And I mean, you know, those are big losses, but um, you know, and they've got a big girl coming in, uh, you know, from their recruiting class. So, um, I think, you know, next year shapes up pretty strong. I mean, obviously, um, you know, you never know how it's going to go with injuries and stuff, but, um, you know, th- their roster will look will look pretty good, and I think they can compete for a Big 12 championship. How big a player should they be in the transfer portal? I mean, I think, you know, you have to, you have to be uh, in, in today's game. I mean, you have to look and say, what do we need? You know, where, what can we, you know, what can help us? I think what, if I were 
asking that question, I'm Nikki Collin. I would say, you know, probably a shooter or two, uh, you know, look for that. Cause uh, again, you're losing Jamie Asbury. Um, you know, I, I felt like, you know, they were extremely streaky as a, as a shooting team this year. You know, if you could get someone that's a consistent, you know, 40 plus three point shooter, uh, 40%, you know, that, that would be good, you know, because they, they need some people to, to stretch the floor and maybe be just, be just a little more of a consistent option. Bryce, and how big of a benefit will the new building be once they're in it uh, at the start of conference next year? Uh, I think, you know, it'll be somewhat of a, a benefit, but, um, you know, in terms of what they're looking for as a as a home court, you know, loud environment because it's going to pack people in a little tighter. Um, but the idea that it's going to be this huge coup recruiting-wise, it's just, you know, I, I'm not sure today's kids uh, put facilities at the top of their, um, you know, list when they're picking schools. What they care about more than anything else is coach. You know, am, am I? can I get along with this coach? You know, are, are we on the same wavelength, you know? And um, and I think Nikki Collin connects with, with a lot of people, you know? I mean, um, everybody's different, and, and there's some some kids that may coach with, with other people uh, connect with other coaches better but um i think you know she's going to get her fair share um and you know the the players who are leaving um because i've talked to them about it you know uh caitlin and and jamie uh both love nikki to death um so you know i think that that speaks well for for her uh character and just maybe her ability to recruit High school baseball and softball approaching district play. Is there any couple of teams in the Central Texas area that you're looking at that can make another return trip to Austin? Oh, certainly. I mean, uh, you know, I think you have to look at some of the ones that that were there. Even when you say return trip, I mean, obviously, uh, you have to look at you know who who made runs last year. Um, obviously, Valley Mills won state. Um, and, you know, Bosqueville was right there knocking on the door. I think those teams are going to be, um, you know, right there. But in terms, uh, you know, I'll go beyond that and look, you know, a little bit maybe not necessarily off the radar, but, um, you know, a team that's impressing me right now with the way they're pitching. Um, I had a note about it in paper today. Um, it's Midway um, in Midway baseball. Um Midway softball is playing great too, but uh, Jeremiah Arnett for Midway had a perfect game this year. They also got a, a no hitter earlier in the season from Cameron Johnson. So Midway's got some pitching. Uh, Jeremiah's uh, headed to uh, Wichita State after after this season, um, and you know, he, so they you know they've got some guys uh, there at the top of their rotation that. Uh, and we know that, you know, UIL baseball now is all series um, in the in the top couple of classifications when you get to the playoffs. So it, 
it really pays to have uh, two, you know, at least two starters that can uh, get you a couple wins in a series. So, you know, watch out for Midway. They're two and one in district, um, 15 and three on the year, but a team to watch, I think. As uh, as we roll through spring football uh, at Baylor, they're uh, they're having practice number two coming up today. Is there anything that you're just kind of keeping an eye on, and, and you're just kind of curious about as uh, as the, as the spring unfolds? I mean, obviously, you got to be curious about the quarterback battle. I mean, that's uh, you know, even though that's kind of a fan thing, uh, you know, we're interested too. <laughs> you know. We, but did you think that we would be in a quarterback battle this year? Uh, given the season that Blake Chapin had, I'm not surprised. Uh, I mean, and I think competition is healthy, you know. Um, even, you know, even if he'd had just sort of a, a great season. I mean, I think, you know, you want to be pushed. You want to um, have guys challenging for spots. Um, you know, so, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't necessarily mind that. And, and, um, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see, you know, which of those guys emerges, you know, could this be just what Blake needs a little, a little healthy competition or is Sawyer Robertson, maybe the guy, you know, that that's going to come in as a transfer and, um, you know, steal the job away, I guess. I mean, to me, that's the most, um, interesting storyline of the spring, but there's a lot of them. I mean, there's a lot of positions to look at and, um, you know, new players to emerge. And they obviously uh, had some guys uh, transfer out, some other guys, you know, leaving for the NFL, um, you know, and then just graduation hits them, you know. So uh, there are holes to fill, and we'll see, you know, who kind of, steps up and fills those holes do you do you and i know that they're going to run the same scheme but do you think this defense looks different with a new coordinator yeah sure i mean everybody's going to put their own um touch on it so sure yeah absolutely i mean uh i think coaching philosophies are different when you when you blitz when you uh you know maybe drop back. And so, yeah, sure. I mean, um, there will be, there'll be wrinkles and, and new looks and um, some changes coming. And, uh, you know, again, we don't, we don't see every minute of uh, spring practice, so we can't really, um, you know, we only know so much. Uh, I think you learn a lot more, obviously, once they start playing games, but, but, you know, it'll be an interesting season for sure. And, uh, and I think one that, you know, certainly they have the potential to bounce back. Um, you know, last year I think was, was disappointing on a lot of levels. They were very inconsistent. You never really knew which team you were going to get from game to game. Um, I, you know, I, I don't think uh, that's the way uh, – I don't think that's what they're looking for. I don't I think Dave Aranda uh, wants to be that team. So, you know, it's a chance for them to kind of, um, you know, get back closer to that big 12 championship team they were two years ago all right uh, i know you're a big gambler you always have been uh who do you got your money on <laughs> who do you got your money on on the men's side uh, as we hit hit the sweet 16 tonight you need to get this old baptist deacon in trouble you know that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. i have my money on for what 
for the Sweet 16. Who, who's who's? Hey, I got you. I got you. Uh, well, so like everybody, my bracket is busted. Uh, yeah, I filled out a bracket. I mean, of course, uh, you don't have to put any money in those. Uh, oh, you don't? Elite, no, those <laughs> ESPN funds or whatever. So <laughs> anyway, uh, I had Kansas winning it all. Um, and I, you know, obviously that didn't work out. Um, I did have Houston, um, in the final four and, you know, I like the Cougars a lot, you know, uh, Marcus Sasser being back. And, um, so, you know, I, I think they've got a, a shot. Um, you know, it would be really cool to see them play in their hometown, you know, try to win a national championship. Um, so, you know, Houston's a, a team to watch, but uh, it's it's so unpredictable. I mean, I do feel like once you get to the second weekend, it goes a little more chalk, but we still see, um, you know, double-digit seeds sometimes make the Final Four. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, you got Princeton in the, in the Sweet 16. I mean, uh, I saw a ranking, um, you know, people do these rankings where they sort of re-rank the, the teams that make the Sweet 16. And uh, I saw a, a ranking that had Princeton 16th. But, man, I wouldn't want to play them the way they're playing right now. Um, you know, it'll be fun to see exactly how far uh, Texas and K-State, the, the, the two lone remaining Big 12 teams go. Um, you know, I think they've got – a decent chance, you know, to get through. So, um, yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. But if you're telling me to predict a champion, I mean, I'm already 0 for 1. So <laughs> I probably, I'm probably probably going to curse the Houston Cougars if I say them. I, just, I did not know where, you know, where your lunch money was going today on, on these Sweet 16 <laughs> matchups. So, anyway, hey, Bryce, thanks. We appreciate your time. What do you got, uh, what do you got coming up this weekend? Uh, I mentioned it last week, but we got Super Syntex, uh, girls and boys basketball. Girls will be in Saturday's paper, boys in Sunday. A lot of good ballers around Central Texas, and we'll be honoring them. Uh, I will be tying a bow on that women's basketball season for Baylor that we talked about, you know, and, and maybe digging a little bit deeper into some of the things that, you know, we talked about a few minutes ago. Um, yeah, I mean, so we got all that, and, um, Baylor baseball, you know, all that, all those good stuff that spring brings us. There's, uh, you know, you finish one season and then you're like, oh, wow, we still really have a lot going on. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Bryce, thanks. We appreciate your time as always. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. We'll see you later. That's Bryce Cherry for the Waco Trib. 848, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. We will talk more about the uh, Sweet 16. We'll do it next. Coach Mitch Thompson and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears on the road in Big 12 Conference play this weekend headed to Stillwater to take on Oklahoma State. Games Friday at 6, Saturday at 6, and Sunday at 1 for the Bears and the Cowboys this weekend. This is the home for Baylor Bear Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. 
Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person -person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Race season is on and it's time for the chaos. The third annual Lone Star Forklift Funny Car Classic presented by SoCal Speed Shop of Waco is going to pound the ground at the Texas Motorplex March 23rd through March 25th. Cars from coast to coast are registered. It's three days of run what you run whopper action. Plus wild winged outfield altars. Gear slamming. Dirty self gassers. Fire breathing jet dragsters. And much, much more. 12 and under are free, and every ticket is a pit pass. Discounted pre-sale tickets available now at TexasMotorplex.com. Or get them at the gate. Can you smell the nitro? nitro. nitro. You know what to do. Be there. Be there. The Chaos is brought to you by Spell Paving, Wolf Pumps, Fats Tires, Excel Drywall, and Performance Motor Coaches. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. At Bush's Chicken, you can always count on getting the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Plus, one of the great traditions at Bush's Chicken is Tender Tuesday. We make it quick and easy to feed the entire family with 16 tenders, a family gravy, and four rolls. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Pre-owned anniversary sale savings right now at the 24th anniversary sale at Richard Car Motors. Qualified buyers can get a 2014 Cadillac CTS sedan for only $196 a month or a 2019 Buick Envision for only $311 a month or drive off in a 2017 GMC Sierra 1500 SLT Crew Cab for only $392 a month. 100% approval is our goal. Call, log on, or get here now for 24th anniversary savings at Richard Car. At Richard Car, we give you more. for qualified buyers at 5.49% for 72 months with $5,000 down cash or trade. TTL Extra. See dealer for details. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Bill Brock and his MCC women's basketball team opens play at the Junior College National Tournament in Lubbock this morning. They take on Murray State in the first round with a 10 a.m. tip-off. Naylor softball improved to 23-5 with a 5-0 road shutout against UTA. The Bears continue the road trip, heading to Oklahoma State for a weekend conference series. MCC softball swept Vernon 7-3 and 13-2. The high lasses are now 22-8 on the year and 8-2 in league action. The McLennan Highlanders blasted five home runs during yesterday's doubleheader in Vernon to win two run rule games, 15-4 and 16-5. They finished that four-game conference series on Saturday at Bosque River Ballpark. And the Astros' Jose Altuve will miss at least two months of the season due to a fractured right thumb. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, it's 852. It is Sweet 16. That's where we are right now in the NCAA tournament. It resumes tonight. And you've got uh, the late games 
Florida Atlantic and Tennessee, that's a nine versus a four. You got Gonzaga and UCLA at 845 tonight. I know you're staying up for that one, aren't you, Ward? I will. I, I, I watch a lot of it because uh, I think that's going to be a great game. Uh, a a red-hot Arkansas team taking on UConn. That'll be interesting. And then Michigan State and Kansas State. We got two Big 12 schools left. Kansas State, a four, a three seed, and then Texas, a two seed, playing tomorrow night against Xavier. But Michigan State and Kansas State, Tom Izzo, the uh, veteran head coach of Michigan State, with a scouting report on, on the Wildcats. As far as Kansas State, Jerome has done an unbelievable job there. Um, you look at where they were and where they are, and I think he's, uh, he's had a lot of experience. You know, like myself, uh, he had... 19 years down with Scott Drew at Baylor where they built the program and then they won a national championship and um, so he had a lot of uh, responsibility on that staff as Judd let me do a lot of things at the end to prepare me he had an extra six years of that at at uh, Baylor uh, they've got two great players and in, in Johnson and and the other kid uh, Noel or well is uh, you know a third team all american he's he's not real big but boy he's he's potent i mean he is a guy that can shoot it he can distribute it he's at 14 15 assists he's averaging a, you know eight nine assists a game uh he can shoot it from downtown so he's kind of a combination of some of the players we played against you know he passes it uh, like the kid from Marquette, but he shoots it like the Ellis kid from uh, USC. A lot of ball screens again, a lot of things that we're going to have to cover. That is uh, Tom Izzo. And obviously, Ward, he's, you, you don't expect to be not to be complimentary, but he was very complimentary of their program and where mm-hmm. it is after just one year. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know, he, he understands, look, nobody gets here by my, by mistake. And it's all good teams from this point on. Absolutely. And, again, his program is one of the most consistent programs in the country. I mean, Michigan State, mm-hmm. you're in, you're out. They've, they've, they're, they're oh, You there. continuously try to count them out, and here they come again. Well, that's a great point. That's exactly right. Every time you say, okay, we're writing them dudes off this year anyway, uh, then you look up, and they're getting better at the end of the year. And that's kind of what they do. That's kind of their MO. So, yeah, it should, I think it's going to be – Oh, I can't wait. Uh, good stuff tonight and again tomorrow night. We'll talk about tomorrow night tomorrow. So there you go. All right. Uh, again, John Morse and Matt Mosley live from the Baylor Club this afternoon starting at 3. And we're back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. For Ward and Ryan, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.